How you guys doing? Welcome to Get Mortgage Free Fast. And uh, I want to talk to you guys about the old school way of paying off your mortgage fast versus the new school way of getting a rental property. Old school way is good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. But I think all of us listening here want to be great. Good is the good things to do. And I'm not saying don't do this. They're the good things to do is pay bi-weekly, right? Make accelerated payments bi-weekly. You typically get two extra payments a year. It's like an extra monthly payment because there's 26 bi-weekly payments in a year. There's only 12 months. 12 divided by two is 24. That's two extra payments, okay? Sorry, I've had a coffee and I might get a little nerdy here, but accelerated bi-weekly payments, yes. They'll shave three, four years off your mortgage on a 30-year amortization, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong, but we want to do better than that. So I'm still saying do that, but don't just do that. The other thing too is making sure if you're obsessing over interest rate, okay? And again, interest rates, good. You want to get a good interest rate, a competitive interest rate, but there is zero comparison to leverage and compounding of the money that you get when you purchase that rental property, okay? Because, and I've seen this happen before and you know what, I I love, 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 love all my clients and the clients that come in and that are just looking for the absolute best interest rate and you know, they're spending hours and hours and hours researching. I get it, don't get me wrong and I don't wanna discount that. A competitive interest rate is great but you know what, the difference between 0.2, 0.3% is pittance. It's nothing, it's pennies in comparison to $700,000 house or an $800,000 house or a $500,000 house going up by 2% or 3%, okay? The amount of money that you'll save is nothing in comparison to the leverage that you get from the principal being paid down in addition to the price appreciation. Yeah, now our price is gonna go up every single year. No, they're not, right? But if you take a seven to 10 year period, you, and any time, you go back 20, 30, 40 years on any graph, try and find a time where you were underwater after holding a piece of property at a peak for seven to 10 years, okay? And when I say underwater, okay, even if the prices were the same, which is not, in any scenario that I've seen, you still had 10 years of principal pay down, okay? That 10 years of principal pay down is massive, okay? So obsessing over whether you get a fixed rate or a variable rate, talk to a good mortgage agent, we can tell you which rate to end up taking. Rentals should have the variable rate. Your principal residence, you should have the fixed rate on that. Your principal residence, where you live, lock it in. The rental property should have the variable because guess what? If a market can, is conducive for you selling to be able to pay off your principal residence, hallelujah, you got a three-month interest, interest rate on a variable. And why do I like having one variable, one fix? Because I don't know what the hell is going to happen with interest rates. I'm a pretty smart guy and I've seen lots of ups and downs. But could I have predicted the coronavirus and what would happen with interest rates? Hell no, absolutely. Nobody could, right? So it's called diversity right? You're diversifying your borrowing. You're taking half fixed and half variable, right? So when it comes down to the extra payments, okay? So we talked about accelerated. It is good to do, but it's not as much as the bomb you're going to put on it after having a rental property. In addition to that, prepayments. Again, it is very, very good. And I think number one, uh, prepayments should only be made on your mortgage if you've got all of your other bad debt paid off. What's bad debt? 
Uh, for those of you that haven't heard this before, I talk about this all the time. Bad debt is non-interest deductible debt. You got a Visa card at seven, eight, nine, ten percent You got a car loan that you can't deduct for whatever reason. That's bad debt. Pay that off. That interest is going to be way more expensive than it is going to be on your mortgage. And you want to make the prepayment on your mortgage when you are bad debt free. If you've got good debt, you got money invested in the stock market, well, hallelujah, Money that's invested in your rental property, do not pay that one off. That's 100% deductible on that. Only start making the prepayments once you've got the bad debt cleared, okay? Now, is that gonna help you pay off your mortgage quicker? Absolutely, okay? I totally agree with making the prepayments, whether it's 50 bucks, 500 bucks, or 5,000 bucks. That will shave tons off your mortgage, okay? But I only recommend you doing that if you've had your fun, I've talked about fun in the past, make sure you have a little bit of fun because you never stay the course if you don't do that. And I don't want you living like a homeless person, okay? Because if you're not enjoying the journey of getting mortgage free, it's just gonna suck, right? It's an amazing destination to get to. It is like arriving after a long flight, travel day, checking in, getting poked and prodded and stuff shoved up your nose. And then you finally get there to the resort and you sit down, have a margarita and look at the sunset. And you're like, oh, geez, that was so worth it, right? Getting mortgage free is like that. It is so worth it, but you got to enjoy the journey. And if you're putting every single extra penny on there, you're not going to enjoy the journey. So make sure you do do the accelerated payments. Make sure you do do some prepayments as well too. But the number one thing is still buying a rental property so you can end up getting the leverage to help paying off your principal residence where you live really fucking fast. Okay guys, make this a fabulous day.